o'clock on a Saturday morning and here at Saga 960 AM that means only one thing that we take a positive look not just at life but also at our beautiful country and the beautiful people that live here that's why we call this program positive peel it gives you a dose of positivity to start off your weekend uh, the stresses of life as i said before in the promo take a toll on our reserves of positivity every human being is born with a reserve of positivity this uh, concept is very well explained by carlos castaneda in his writings about the teachings of don juan about six books i think as far as i know but uh, here in canada on a practical level we try and uh, bring in guests who are contributing a lot to the society around them helping the marginalized the underprivileged we have also looked at uh, different cultural traditions that celebrate positivity around the world and everything that goes on in cultural terms around the world is relevant to us here in canada because we have a multicultural society we have people from all over the world living here and whatever positive ideas that we can absorb from those cultures are always welcome we have also looked at canadians from the past who made incredible contributions to make canada the great country that it is today and of course it is our duty to carry that tradition forward now in that context it is my pleasure and privilege to welcome two guests today they are from moyo health center and uh, it used to be called uh, peel hiv aids center but after that they have expanded their activities and serving a lot of people who are uh, in need of help in need of a hand up and uh, it's a great activity that's going on here in the city of mississauga i'm uh, pleased to welcome veronica and shanika welcome thank you thank you uh, briefly and and we were just talking before this show began uh, about uh, hiv and aids uh, i found it very Uh, surprising and it's an unpleasant surprise that uh, there are so many misconceptions still persisting in our society about hiv aids uh, even uh, back in early 90s it was clear that uh, while it may be an infectious disease it doesn't spread that easily however um, people still believe that it can uh, spread through casual contact as well now i'm happy to note that that is one of your activities and used to be the core of your activities at moyo but uh, then since it has expanded to other activities so uh, shanika why don't you give us uh, a brief over overview of uh, the kind of activities is it veronica who does that yes. okay veronica uh certainly thank you very much first of all for having mm, us myself no and shanika um moyo health and community services it's been a leading service provider mm-hmm. uh for folks living in peel region mm-hmm. um uh living with aids or um uh have people that are living mm-hmm. uh with hiv and aids mm-hmm. and our role is um uh the services that we provide is to assist the community in brampton and mississauga mm-hmm. and caledon mm-hmm. and it's to improve their work and their focus on prevention and engagement that's what we do right and approximately how many people are you serving right now um it depends on each region um mm-hmm. uh specifically i really don't want to quote the numbers at this time mm-hmm. but um i'll just say overall it's the entire region of peel and it, it's broken down into sectors and services okay. so we have many services uh shanika is very familiar with mm-hmm. the young black women's 
Project. Mm -hmm. uh, there's the African, Caribbean, and Black Youth Project. Mm -hmm. There is the LBGTQ community. Mm -hmm. um, there's harm reduction. There's many services that we do provide. Uh, women's drop-in. Um, we have also person-to-person uh, -person support and pre- and post-HIV testing counseling we also provide. So we have about 27 services right across the region. 27 services. Yes. That's yes. a mind-boggling yes. number. Yes. Uh, Maybe Shanika can uh, tell us about the activity that she's uh, engaged in. Yes. So I'm a part of the advisory board for the Young Black Women's Project. Um, the Young Black Women's Project was created to uh, cater to the diaspora of um, young black women mm -hmm. ages 16 to 24 mm -hmm. um, in the Peel region mm -hmm. um, to discuss topics such as um, sexual health, mental health, mm -hmm. uh, relationship building, mm -hmm. uh, personal development, professional development. Um, and so it... it it became a series of sessions on mm -hmm. a weekly basis right. where each session focused on a different topic and we just kind of dived into it and explored, you know, our different perspectives, our lived experiences with those topics. Um, and it can get really intense and emotional at times. Um, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, so uh, essentially my experience with um, the Young Black Women's Project, initially I... Uh, came to know about it mm -hmm. through the digital flyer that was on social media. Right. Um, they originally advertised it as just a uh, kind of a networking opportunity, which is what I thought mm -hmm. for young black women, mm -hmm. uh, either for young black uh, females looking to uh, establish themselves as mm -hmm. professionals in their field of interest and looking to network with people um, with, with similar interests right. uh, professionally. Uh, I think they did that like we discussed with the stigma with uh, Peel HIV AIDS and mm -hmm. just that name um, and the project being associated with that name they didn't initially put out the fact that we'd be talking about sexual health, mm -hmm. mental health, you know relationship building and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but once we attended the sessions, I was pleased to know that those are the kinds of things we'd be discussing because it's often um, the case that we don't get to discuss that in the general public, especially from the perspective of a young black uh, woman. Right. It's very important to overcome these taboos, actually, because uh, if we don't muster the courage to discuss uh, a problem, we cannot possibly have a solution. Absolutely. And because the stigma, the stigma becomes a barrier. Yes. So when there's a stigma and people don't want to discuss mm -hmm. their wellness, uh, their well-being, their happiness. There's nowhere to go from there. Right. So like Shanika said, mm -hmm. they didn't initially promote it as it's part of Moyo. Yeah. It's part of discussing AIDS and HIV. Mm -hmm. What they did is they said it's a group, it's the Young Bucks Women's Project. Just They're going Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. No, yes. I, I remember having seen that uh, news item in one of the local uh, publications. And uh, frankly, it didn't strike me as uh, something that had to do with sexual health. Right. Uh, it just looked like there was some kind of a networking session that had been organized. And uh, there are people with a lot of challenges, regardless Absolutely. of the ethnic or uh, racial group that you have. And therefore, I thought maybe it's a very good initiative. But I didn't 
also tied with uh, the other objectives it's very important because uh, of the you know kind of uh, society that is emerging and uh, the kind of information that is available now not all information that comes to us via the internet is authentic that is correct that has to be yes. emphasized to especially to people who are in an impressionable stage yes. of their lives and therefore uh, this is uh, you know very valuable it uh, is because it it catches people at the right age where they are taught to be discerning about That's their activities right. whether physical activities or online activities uh, anything else that you would like to add about this uh, group and its working um i just like to say uh, that it's just an amazing opportunity to connect with you know young black females um in the peel region mm-hmm. um through it you know it, it was a safe space for me open and safe space for me and i'm sure a lot of others mm-hmm. to talk about topics that um aren't necessarily discussed mm-hmm. out in the open and are sensitive topics mm-hmm. and sometimes even if they are discussed it we don't feel comfortable to bring our perspectives to it right. um in fear of judgment right. or stigma or anything like that mm-hmm. i also think that the fact that they include that touch of sexual health mm-hmm. is very important because me myself um living in you know today's society once again there's a stigma with HIV AIDS mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily discuss how it's impacting mm-hmm. um the the health of people in general but mm-hmm. specifically young black females right mm-hmm. so i think it was a good educational piece on that mm-hmm. sexual health where to go to you know get information to get uh help to get tested mm-hmm. um and the importance of it um and i think there's just so many other benefits to it um with the topics that were discussed it offered a an opportunity for bi uh, directional learning i learned from the other participants the participants i'm sure learned from me and it was just you mm-hmm. know kind of a shared learning experience and not mm-hmm. necessarily w- being taught by one particular person right right but you do have someone uh, is it just networking among the young black women or is there someone else who is maybe giving out ideas and then Uh, driving the conversation. No, it's pretty organized. So each week there's a session mm-hmm. and that session focuses on a particular topic. Mm-hmm. Um and we invite uh, guest speakers or leaders to discuss that topic. Mm-hmm. Um and that part is a little formal in the discussion. Right. Um is pr- in the way it's presented to the participants and then at that point it's it kind of becomes open for them to share their experiences, their perspectives, their point of views. It becomes mm-hmm. a discussion at that point with all participants. Right. And you know, one thing that's strikes me because of uh, the information that the two of you have given is that uh, we are living in a culture where uh, there is an unhappy marriage of uh, old and new yes because on one hand uh, there is this constant messaging coming out that you can act in any way whatsoever there are no restrictions and on the other hand when there are any consequences of those actions there are stigmas attached to those <laughs> developments that are from the old world absolutely and that actually pre- uh, it, it actually prevents you from seeking support yes. that's what it that's what it does that's that's the main barrier because once you're stigmatized you mm-hmm. will not seek support you decide that i'm going to stay on my side or mm-hmm. if you're challenged or if you ask mm-hmm. it's like i don't want to talk about it and then you're not accessing the support which the support is there and that's what moyo is about that's so right. we want to have that conversation which is open which is part of the wa uh, young black women's project that mm-hmm. you have people you have people that you can talk to mm-hmm. it's a safe space right. for you to have that conversation that's right uh, we'll uh, continue this discussion on the other side of the break folks uh, we are here 
it for a very short break, but there is an important question that I wanted to ask both Shanika and Veronika, and I'm sure they'll have a perfect answer for that. So stay tuned. We'll. To News Talk Saga 960. Also streaming live on Saga960am.ca. Welcome back to Positive Peel. I am your friendly host, Darshan Maharaja. On this beautiful Saturday morning, 27 degrees is the temperature, and this time of uh, the year is particularly enjoyable because of uh, watermelons. And uh, <laughs> yeah, because I'm a tropical guy, grew up in the tropics and lived in uh, various other countries also in the tropics, so I have a special liking for tropical fruits. Not that I don't like the uh, fruits of the northern latitudes as well, for example, all the berries that we get. Now, before the break, I said that I had a question for uh, Shanika and Veronika, and I'm sure you do as well in case you want to ask. Our number here is 416-640-0200. That's 416-640-0200. Veronika, my question was this, because as we were talking, I was was thinking about the the importance of self-esteem in everyone's uh, life and uh, what happens is when you are in a position where uh, you have some kind of an issue it can be any issue mental health it can be uh, joblessness it can be homelessness it can be HIV AIDS whatever there are so many different types of problems and uh, the person starts believing that as long as uh, other people don't know about their situation or their problem they can at least put up a facade and therefore preserve their self-esteem and that revealing their problem will somehow cause other people to look down on them. Now, this is, of course, a common thing. And uh, as people take uh, receive services from Moyo, how do you see this progression where people are willing to come to terms or able to come to terms with the fact that this does not necessarily or should not necessarily affect their self-esteem? Well, I think, first of all, when they do realize <laughs> that it is not a death sentence as yes. it was, right. I think that is an energy, it's a turnaround. Mm-hmm. Because you realize with treatment, consistent mm-hmm. treatment, mm-hmm. that you can live a mm-hmm. long, healthy, and prosperous life. Right. And once you realize that, then the things that you may want or you may think about, you start to go after those things just as you did before your diagnosis. Right. And you also understand that you have a community, mm-hmm. you have Moyo, you have, there's other agencies within yes. Peel, you have um, your peers mm-hmm. that are supporting you. So it's mm-hmm. no longer, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. What do I do? It's mm-hmm. not a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Regarding your self-esteem, I think when you're diagnosed with any disease, mm-hmm. apart from HIV or AIDS, you start to think the worst. Yes. And um, again, when you start to seek help mm-hmm. or you speak to someone, you have to share it with someone at some point. Yes. Then you realize from support that, oh my gosh, yes, I'm here, but I don't have to stay here. So I think that first initial step mm-hmm. of coming out or speaking to someone, mm-hmm. that's the boost that you need. And then it's like a community. We wrap our arms around you, right. we support you, and you start to progress. And we actually love seeing mm-hmm. people progress and flourish and live Absolutely. and take their treatment because that's important to us. It's like, can you live for me, please? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like asking them to live for 
for you. Yeah. And once they get that, that you're supporting them, there's no stigma. It's not, you're bad, I'm good. <laughs> you know, like I said, you see them blossom, their whole <laughs> attitude, their confidence change. And that's a beautiful thing to see, not only for us, but for them also. Absolutely. Now, talking about this so-called death sentence, yes. which it isn't. It uh, isn't. And uh, in the early days, maybe it was in yes. the 80s. And then yes. the first prominent case of uh, uh, an HIV survivor, as I recollect, was uh, Erwin Magic Johnson. Yes, yes. And therefore, uh, another misconception took root, which was that you need to be fabulously wealthy yes. in order to afford yes. this treatment. Absolutely. Now, how expensive is it? Oh my gosh, um, I'm not going to put a number to it. It mm -hmm. is the drug is expensive, mm -hmm. but there's there's help, there's subsidies. ODSB mm -hmm. is one of them mm -hmm. um, that would subsidize your drugs. So that's something that you can also get help. There's information um, at our office. You can call our office directly. Mm -hmm. The number is 905, just to put that in, 361 0523. Mm -hmm. We're open Monday through Friday, mm -hmm. 9, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and that information can be provided to you also. Right. So there is help. Is this treatment covered by OHIP? It is, yes. Okay, yes, so yes. then the cost is not absolutely, a absolutely. Factor. That's right. Right now, yes. not many people may know this because uh, they don't, and it's unfortunate that they don't. And uh, we thank you for this platform that we can actually share that information. We appreciate them calling our office and speaking to our professionals. Mm -hmm. I work between some wonderful people. Mm -hmm. um, I don't deal directly with the client. My role is a little bit different, mm -hmm. which we're going to talk about yeah. later. I'm the money woman, as they call me. <laughs> but I mean, I have colleagues that are very smart uh, they love what they do mm -hmm. they're professionals in the industry mm -hmm. and they would love to talk to people and provide information where they can get help and how mm -hmm. they can get help well first of all you are very welcome uh, this Thank platform uh, exists for this purpose only which is to highlight and especially we on weekends that. I like to talk about stuff that is good in life awesome. people who are doing a lot of work but you ladies are doing the legwork I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just uh, connecting the two ends of the wire I appreciate that where uh, you know you are doing the work people need to know about it whether they need the services or they need Correct. to they, they feel like uh, pitching in with their help uh, volunteering or whatever absolutely now in terms of volunteering do you take uh, summer students we do actually I have one working with me right now I'm just going to give her a shout out mm -hmm. um, her name is Maya she's amazing um, she's going back to school in September of course mm -hmm. um, but uh, she's been volunteering we've had volunteers before I'm new to the agency I just started mm -hmm. with the agency in January but um, during my tenure there up to currently they, they are students that come in so we are very open to uh, people volunteering mm -hmm. um, we do have different events also that we are looking for volunteers so Again, just call our office, um, speak to us, and we'll provide you the information. Or go to our website, www.moyohcs.ca. Right, and this would apply even to high school students that who are looking correct. for their volunteering yes. hours. 200 hours, I believe it is. That is correct, yes. Right. So, Shaniga, is that how you, you got involved with Moyo? It's not exactly how I got involved, because I did mm -hmm. get involved with the Young Black Women's Project, mm -hmm. um, but... I started out as a participant of the project, mm -hmm. and then once I had that experience with the project, I moved on to become a volunteer as a part of the advisory board, mm -hmm. like I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. So uh, as an advisory board member, I kind of gave my input on how my experiences was mm -hmm. with the program, mm -hmm. uh, what I'd like to see change, any mm -hmm. feedback I had to give them, um, which guest speakers I would like to come in, which mm -hmm. guest speakers I would like to repeat. Mm -hmm. um, and I gave my input in that way, and that was all volunteer when we met up. Mm -hmm. um, to discuss those things. So, yeah. 
Right. And, uh, you know, if you have this Young Black Women's uh, Program, do you have a Young Black Men's Program? Because I see a connection between the two. Uh, we don't. And that's something that um, is being talked about right now. Of, right. of course, uh, we have those discussions. Mm-hmm. Our role is for outreach mm-hmm. and to provide information. Mm-hmm. So we don't want anyone to fall through the cracks. So right. what we do have right now is called the African, Caribbean, and Black mm-hmm. Youth. Mm-hmm. And that includes both men and women. But mm-hmm. there isn't a specific project Mm -hmm. or program for Mm -hmm. black youth but they come under that umbrella so they're welcome at our events also and we want to target them also right because uh, if you solve some of the problems uh, in the young black men's category correct then it has an impact on the problems that uh, young black women are having absolutely because they're part of the same absolutely there's part of the same community Um, we also have events that we're planning coming up fundraising Mm -hmm. events Mm -hmm. actually to reach out to the mothers also we want to have right. yes because right. if we if we get to the moms mm-hmm. then uh, the moms will supply uh, provide information which would be a safe space mm-hmm. it's their children yes. they can speak to their children mm-hmm. they're a little more educated mm-hmm. they know where to go for support mm-hmm. so we're planning events coming up that we can reach out to women in our community like myself mm-hmm. um, the African uh, Caribbean black women mm-hmm. and then of course they'll be able to speak to their sons and daughters also so we want to target the community in general Right. Again, we want to have a wholeness. We wrap right. our arms around right. everyone. Right. Yes. And mother is every person's first teacher. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you yes. make an input there, there. it percolates it down. It trickles down. And That's in right. Fact, it helps you in uh, later stages. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, folks, remember our number here is 416-640-0200. That's 416-640-0200. We are talking to uh, Veronica and Shanika who are from Moyo Community Health Services it used to be called Peel HIV AIDS. Uh, what was it? Peel, uh, Peel formerly Peel HIV AIDS Network. Network. We actually did our rebranding July 8, and mm-hmm. now we're Moyo Health and Community Services. Mm-hmm. Very quickly, uh, Moyo, it's a Swahili word, mm-hmm. and it means heart, mm-hmm. life, and spirit. Oh, okay. That's a good way of putting it because ultimately that's what it boils down to. That's what it boils down to. And you know, one thing that I have uh, really admired about Canada, I've been living here for about 15 years, and one thing that I've admired about uh, uh, this particular society that we have is that there is such a commonality of objective. And uh, I call that the core Canadian value. Now, I know that it has become a little bit problematic to talk <laughs> about Canadian values. But uh, core Canadian value is the, uh, is the feeling that we all have shared objectives Absolutely. and uh, we uh, have the resources. We do. At hand. We, we are uh, kind of blessed if you look at We are blessed that. to have the resources and we have to utilize those resources a little bit more to reach out to the community. It is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, like I said earlier, there's people that are doing doing amazing work Mm -hmm. that people may not be aware of, such Mm -hmm. as Moyo. Mm -hmm. And um, we just need to share that a little bit more and do a little more public relations and community relations so they know where to go for support. Right. Lots of people doing that. And I had the honor of having them on this show. Actually, I consider myself blessed because uh, through the platform of this show, I'm getting to meet so many people that I didn't know about. 
and uh, uh, for example the gentleman who grows organic produce to donate uh, for kitchens yes now, that's beautiful you know he uh, elaborated i asked him i said this is a very uh, you know once you come to know about it yes. it's uh, very logical that uh, uh, all the help that and people are donating very generously but uh, all the help that uh, the homeless and the marginalized are getting in terms of their food intake yes. is all uh, prepackaged food oh wonderful so yeah. what they are missing is the fresh produce fresh Produce, and uh, he said he lives in uh, downtown Brampton and once he looked around at the community there he realized the need and then uh, had an idea now 81 years old oh my goodness god bless him and doing carpentry oh work and building all those raised boxes yes. so there is a lot of good that is being done here Absolutely. and that is uh, I'll uh, loop back to that point which is that um, Uh, there is this uh, sense of shared objectives shared destination that we have here in canada which unfortunately is not very common in the world but uh, therefore we are all the more blessed Absolutely. we not only have the resources but we also have the will now unless yes, there is a will yes. all those resources and we are, have a platform so we, others know about it absolutely and i am really happy to be a part of it uh, stay tuned folks we'll come back after a short commercial break and take this conversation forward with moyo community health services represented by veronica and shanika stay tuned you're listening to news talk saga 960 also streaming live on saga960am.ca Welcome back to Positive Feel. I am your friendly host Darshan Maharaja on Saga 960 AM with you every Saturday from 11 AM to 12 noon and we take a positive look at this beautiful country of ours. Uh, we are truly blessed and uh, that has to be emphasized all the time that uh, we have it a lot better in this country than many other countries. Uh, people in many other countries do. That said, there are people who are uh, temporarily in need of a hand up, uh, whether they are uh, down financially or uh, they are having some mental issues, they have some health issues, and for that, Moyo Health and Community Services is doing uh, excellent work. Now, this Young Black Women's Project, I'm going to ask you, Shanika, because we uh, gave a, you gave us an uh, outline of that uh, of that program. Now, uh, specifically in terms of you know your aha. are sometimes there are setbacks as well it's life you know it doesn't go in a linear fashion and then there are testing times you have to show your resilience can you share your experiences or the experiences of uh, other participants in the program uh, well i think i'd like to go back to your point about self esteem mm-hmm. and the way that the project actually improves i believe self esteem for mm-hmm. young black women um because you're When you go to these sessions, you're talking about sensitive topics, you're learning to be vulnerable. Right. Um and you're developing a relationship and emotional connection with these people mm-hmm. who are, you know, listening to your story, um demonstrating sympathy, empathy. Mm-hmm. Um and so you guys kind of build that connection. Mm-hmm. And to know that others are going through similar situations or at least that they understand uh, or or show empathy to 
towards what you're experiencing mm-hmm. uh, it develops that self-esteem and knowing that it's okay to be vulnerable just because you have moments of weakness it doesn't mean that you know you're not worth anything or you shouldn't have a high self-esteem right right um, so I think that's a good point uh, that I wanted to touch on I also just wanted to I would like to touch on for me personally the way uh, in which the project has you know helped me to develop a support system uh, as a participant of the project and even later when I moved on as a member of the advisory board I developed relationships with these other my fellow young black women mm-hmm. um, and through going s- through some of the roughest times a last year of my life where my mom passed and my grandfather passed in the same month these mm-hmm. women came to the funeral they reached out to me multiple times right. to let me know that they were there for me to check on how I was doing and even just attending those sessions and being able to interact with them mm-hmm. even if it wasn't discussing anything that was going on in my life it gave me that moment of happiness mm-hmm. in in my day to know that you know I had this support system um and even during that time, I was in the process of, while grieving, I was in the process of applying for law school. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously that was a little bit of a setback because I was just going through a lot of stuff emotionally. Mm-hmm. And just watching these women go through, you know, what they're going through and still persevere and, you know, strive to achieve their purpose right. gave me the motivation and the resilience to keep going as well. So, you know, I think that I have them to thank too in a way for where I am today and who I am today. In fact, that's a very important point because a uh, lot of times, uh, you know, you must have observed uh, Veronica as well that uh, when there is a challenge or someone is in a difficult uh, situation, they are thinking that their case is uniquely um, problematic yes when we see other people in either equally challenging circumstances or sometimes worse and still pulling through absolutely it provides uh, an inspiration it does. because now there is a comparison yes and it tells us that we are not necessarily uh, uniquely uh, underprivileged or uh, challenged and therefore it is possible to achieve that hope that you know a solution is possible is a big motivator it is because life is a challenge yes you'll have challenges it's inevitable Mm -hmm. and in order for you to grow also Mm -hmm. um if you never experience anything then you don't know your strength it's in you and sometimes something happens to pull that out of you Mm -hmm. um personally I'm fully aware of that also on a personal level. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, I, I don't interact on a day-to-day basis with all of the people that's, that come to our services or seek our services. Mm-hmm. But from a personal level, I understand that mm-hmm. strength comes from within. Mm-hmm. It also comes from support. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an inspiration to see someone go through something, come out at, at the other end with support, and now they're doing well. Right. Right. Uh, Shanika, this uh, Young Black Women's uh, Project, is it uh, scheduled in a, on a particular day of the week or is it uh, as the need arises? How does it work? So, so far in the past, as we've been doing it, each year there's a series of sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, the number of sessions, I guess, is dependent on uh, the topics that are chosen that year. Um, for instance, last year, I believe it was eight sessions on a weekly basis on the same day, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what exactly, what day it will be this year, how mm-hmm. it will be run right. um, as yet, but that's how it was previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a great format just because you know, you know, what sessions are coming up mm-hmm. and especially 
especially if you can't make it because we all have lives, you know what mm-hmm. specific topics you make it a priority to attend for, right? Right. So that you can share your, your um, experience with that or, you know, um, hear other people's personal experiences. Right. And these sessions are held in your, uh, uh, in your premises at 7700 Ontario, right? Yes. It's held at the Moyo uh, office. Right. And uh, what is the typical size of the, uh, of the gathering there? How many people typically attend? So typically, uh, last year, I would say about 20 to 30 participants attended. Um, the first year, it was kind of slow, mm-hmm. but uh, as we, you know, got around, the word got around, and, mm-hmm. you know, people that participated reached out to friends and family, right. um, it, it grew quite large. And we also found that we had older women coming in, which, you know, wasn't uh, the necessarily aim of the project, but mm-hmm. it actually worked in the favor of the project because it allowed for uh, intergenerational healing um, mm-hmm. with the perspectives of older women and younger uh, black women mm-hmm. sharing together, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the experiences that we've gone through, the experiences that they've gone through, you know, helping us to even understand our parents and maybe why certain things are the way they are run the way they do in um, a black household, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was very unique about the project. Uh, we're very open, so... You know, even though that wasn't necessarily the focus, I think it was beneficial, and mm-hmm. we're we're accepting accepting to to the to those new, I guess, um, those unexpected kind of curveballs. <laughs> Curveball, yeah. yeah. You know, this is where you realize uh, why we like uh, poetry, mm-hmm. because uh, as Shanika was talking, I was thinking of the opening lines of uh, the song, "The Living Years." Every generation blames the one before. Four, absolutely. And all our frustrations come crashing through the door. <laughs> so it's necessary to have that intergenerational, uh, intergenerational dialogue as well. And plus, as we discussed, uh, if moms are, uh, you know, part of the process, then yes. it works better for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, any new uh, initiatives or any new programs that uh, you are planning? Uh, for uh, young black women? Not at this time. Okay. And any other group? Uh, not that I'm aware of, to be honest. I think Veronica maybe could speak more to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said there are 27 types well, of we- services <laughs> being offered. So. <laughs> right now there is one of my colleagues. Her name mm-hmm. is Janelle. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is the lead mm-hmm. for the African uh, Caribbean and Black mm-hmm. Youth uh, Project. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh, lots of initiatives that are being planned mm-hmm. for this year. Mm-hmm. Some of them are scheduled. Some of them are new initiatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're planning to reach out mm-hmm. to African and Caribbean and black youth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know specifically what they're doing mm-hmm. apart from uh, there's a meeting coming up uh, mm-hmm. in uh, on Friday, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, what is being pre-planned ahead mm-hmm. um, but I know she is the lead on it and mm-hmm. there's several projects that uh, are coming up uh, within this year and next year. Right. And, uh, of course, uh, all activity must involve some money. And, therefore, uh, you being the money lady <laughs> at Moyo, uh, you will have uh, to keep tabs on uh, what it's going to cost and how you are going to raise the money. Absolutely. And uh, what are the, I mean, is there a way for people to contribute uh, as donations or how does it work? Certainly. Um, we are a not-for-profit. Mm-hmm. We are a registered charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go to our website, mm-hmm. www 
www.moyohcs.ca, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you can select donate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do in-kind donations, sponsorship, mm-hmm. bequest, mm-hmm. Um, uh, donation in-kind, any kind of donation. Mm-hmm. We accept it online also at canadahelps.org. Mm-hmm. So you can go there also to donate to us. Or again, you can call our office, 905-361-0523, Monday through Friday. And you can request um, uh, your intent uh, to donate. We also have fundraisers. There's one coming up uh, in October. Uh, to be specific, it's October 4th. Okay. Um, it's a Friday from 6 p.m. to 10. Mm-hmm. It's called Knock down stigma and (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not done stigma it's a bulletin Mm -hmm. and uh, we get together with community sponsors community leaders Mm -hmm. of course uh, the community and we have a competition in bowling Mm -hmm. and then uh, we do award prizes to the top bowlers Mm -hmm. but again we're looking for donations Mm -hmm. sponsorships from businesses corporations Mm -hmm. and uh, then we have this friendly competition Mm-hmm. Uh, that evening and mm-hmm. uh, just to say my colleagues are very competitive so we're looking <laughs> for sponsors and donors and mm-hmm. we're looking to have a spirited event as the younger people would say like Shanika we're going to make it lit oh <laughs> lit <laughs> yes yeah. we'll be on fire so yeah you know these new terms <laughs> that are I know <laughs> Sometimes they are very funny because uh, if someone likes something, exactly. this, I'm this thinking is... burn down. <laughs> <laughs> that yes. is sick. Yes, sick, I know. Sick. Yes. And yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a new meaning of They the word. keep me very much on my toes. So when I'm coming with the uh, not so politically correct a term, they're like, no, Veronica, it has to be lit. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that's what it is. So yeah. that is coming up. And again, we are looking for sponsors. You can call us directly. You can send me an email, mm-hmm. Veronica F at moyohcs.ca. Mm-hmm. Or you can call our main number directly. Right. Uh, we'll continue this discussion, folks. Uh, very interesting discussion. Very enjoyable as well. I'm finding it very <laughs> enjoyable. And I am sure that you do as well. We'll see you again on the uh, after this break. Uh, just a couple of minutes, folks. Uh, stay tuned. You're listening to News Talk Saga 960. Also streaming live on Saga960am.ca. Welcome back to Positive Peel. I am your host, Darshan Maharaja, talking to two very lovely young ladies right now from Moyo Health and Community <laughs> Services. Veronica is laughing. Yeah, Shanika is younger, but Veronica is uh, young too. You know, there was this, uh, there was this actual court case. I, I believe it was in India where uh, a woman was on the witness stand and uh, uh, the uh, prosecuting lawyer asked her her age. Now, in polite conversation, that is a strict no-no. But this is a court of law. And uh, he said, how old are you? And the lady said, uh, 21 years and a few months. (laughs) And the lawyer knew for a fact that the lady was 30 years old. So he asked, how many months? And she said, 108. (laughs) 
I love it. It's perfect. So, <laughs> I, I derived a, a very important principle about life from that uh, court case, which is that a lady never grows older than 21 years. Absolutely. After that, the only thing that gets added are the months. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> very much so. Right. So these two lovely young ladies giving us very valuable information about Moyo Health and Community Services, folks. It was previously known as Peel HIV AIDS Network. But um, uh, that uh, that term HIV AIDS unfortunately still carries a stigma. I have not understood why because 30 years ago maybe people didn't know or maybe there were no uh, adequate uh, medicines to cure that. Now it is a perfectly containable disease. And um, even the exaggerated uh, fears about uh, how it could spread have been uh, debunked, basically. And therefore, uh, our level of alarm should not be where it is. But unfortunately, that persists. And therefore, Peel HIV AIDS Network uh, decided to rebrand itself as uh, Moyo Health and Community Services, also expanding the services that they offer. For example, uh, there is a growing array of health promotion, education, social and support services for people living with, affected by or at systemic risk of HIV. But there are other uh, initiatives as well, for example, for this uh, young black women where uh, it's not just about sexual health, it's also about self-esteem. Very important thing, our sense of self-worth is something that uh, helps us to maintain our uh, sanity, basically. And uh, once that is impacted, uh, it is very important as a society to uh, bring it back in every individual to a healthy level, the sense of self-worth. Because uh, these young people are uh, Canadians of the future. They are the ones who are going to uh, carry our uh, society forward, basically. As I said, a lot of people have contributed and they have come from all over. I mean, all kinds of backgrounds. For example, we talked about the cowboy out in uh, Alberta, who was the first black cowboy in all, all of Canada. And uh, even the first... Uh, uh, qualified lady doctor in Canada was a black woman. Amazing. In fact, she was the second one to be licensed because of all the racism thing and she had certain stance where she was not willing to budge but she got uh, um, she got certified to practice, licensed to practice in the US before she got the license in Canada. In Canada. But, um, you know, uh, this is the kind of contribution that people have made regardless of the challenges Absolutely. in their lives and that is what uh, gives us both hope and motivation that uh, we may think that we are uh, kind of disadvantaged but then we look at other instances of people who had it far worse and didn't give up and achieved a lot now i'm sure interacting with all these uh, younger people than you are <laughs> you are young as well uh, it must have had uh, some kind of a feedback effect on you as well veronica personally of course uh, yes so I, I i would appreciate if you can go into that a little bit because that can provide the uh, motivation for others Absolutely. Um, I appreciate working with my colleagues who mm -hmm. are younger. Mm -hmm. And uh, to give you a specific example, uh, Maya, who mm -hmm. is my assistant mm -hmm. uh, and a student, um, we are planning an initiative. Mm -hmm. And uh, we mentioned the Bulletin. The Bulletin, or Knockdown Stigma, is an event that is part of my uh, Moyo, sorry. Mm -hmm. And she came on board and she said to me, Veronica, you know, uh, Bulletin, mm, that's my mother kind of sport. And I said, okay. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I said, well, why don't you come up with an initiative mm -hmm. that your age group mm -hmm. would appreciate and would be excited about? Because 
the objective is to reach them mm-hmm. regarding support and sharing information regarding their sexual health. And she came up with the idea of a basketball tournament. Okay. And I thought it was brilliant. And she not only came up with the idea, but she had a PowerPoint presentation ready for me mm-hmm. within 24 hours. Wow. She did it, presented to me. We're going to, this is how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is what I look for. Mm-hmm. If it's my role to reach out mm-hmm. as a community relations and fund development. Okay. However, if I'm working with people mm-hmm. that are younger than I am mm-hmm. and have access mm-hmm. to their peers, mm-hmm. then I'm willing to go with that because right. it's not about me. It's okay. about reaching people. It's Absolutely. about support. It's about getting the word out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy when I'm working with people around me because th- they're not only a challenge, they challenge me. I mm-hmm. start to go back a little bit and say, okay, you were their age at that time. Would you choose... Mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, or would you choose A, B, or C? Mm-hmm. So I allow them to run with things that I'm very supportive of mm-hmm. because I want to see us reach their community or their peers. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. Right, because you have to talk to people in the their language. Their language, absolutely. And if their language is basketball absolutely. as opposed to bowling. That's right. Now I understand why you are so young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very open to their ideas, absolutely. Right. Yes. No, it's always very important because, you know, over a... Uh, over a, the course of life, what happens is that sometimes, unfortunately, our ideas become a little bit rigid. It does. And uh, being in contact with young people helps us overcome that uh, Absolutely. drawback. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Uh, I also like the fact that you are calling this uh, knockdown stigma. Yes. Because it is the stigma that holds both the sides back. Yes, it does. Uh, yes, the, it does. The kind of feeling that one is stigmatized yes. uh, keeps a person inside a shell. And also keeps other people from reaching out. Yes. So once you knock it down, everything else becomes Absolutely. Possible. It's down. It's open. Let's have mm-hmm. a conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's get you the help that you need. Let's support you. And it's optimum health. That's mm-hmm. what we're about. Mm-hmm. And we want you to be well. We want you to be healthy. We want you to be happy. Absolutely. Heart, life, spirit. Absolutely. Now, uh, once again, if you can just give uh, the contact details for Moyo uh, Health and Community Services, in case someone missed it, uh, we can uh, give it out again before Certainly. we close this program. I would love to do that. Thank you. So we are at 7700 mm-hmm. here Ontario Street, mm-hmm. uh, Suite 106. We are in the Community Doors building okay. on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Um, our website is www.moyohc. S is in Sam.ca, mm-hmm. 905-361-0523. We're available 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Right. And um, the email ID you mentioned earlier. Certainly. You can reach us at www.moyohcs.ca. Mm-hmm. Or if you'd like to contact me, mm-hmm. you can call our main number, 905-361-0523. My extension is 226. Mm-hmm. Or you can send me an email, Veronica Efferson Frank at moyohcs.ca. Thank you so much, Veronica. Thank you, Shanika, for being on this show today. Very important information. Many of uh, the residents of Peel may not necessarily be aware, uh, or if they are aware, it's always helpful to have more information and uh, decide whether uh, you want to contribute anything, in-kind donation, uh, money, or uh, Maybe someone who is in need of um, uh, that kind of a service, they can reach out to Moyo Health and Community Services. That's it for today, folks. Time to wrap up the show. And I'll see you again next Saturday at 11 a.m. on Positive Peel. Until then, this is Darshan Maharaja saying goodbye.
You're listening to News Talk Saga 960. Also streaming live on Saga960am.ca.